0: You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. And good morning. at WLWT News Five Today Daily Dose. Thursday, we're counting down the Friday and Flying Pig Weekend because it's, it's an awesome event. So much effort. Seems like we just had it. It was in October, right? But... <laughs> It's back again, and uh, we're excited for it. But uh, we'll talk more about that. Got a couple of other headlines to get to first. Namely, though, uh, we are going to head. Why can't I find it?
1: Well, well, we had um, the a shooting in rain. rain
0: overnight. That's right.
1: Um, this is a busy stretch of town. Uh, police have cleared the scene since, if you are listening mm-hmm. to this at all, after uh, after seven o'clock in the morning. But yeah. um, they got a victim at the hospital that showed up with injuries and then that got them back to the intersection of Galbraith and Pippin uh, where they did find shell casings. So there's still a lot of questions there about what took place, if there are businesses in the area, if they have video of what Mm -hmm. happened, Um, but uh, a lot of questions there. That's just early on in the investigation, but uh, definitely a scary situation whenever someone shows up at the hospital and then they have to kind of backtrack and figure out what happened uh, and put the pieces together.
2: Right and it sounded like the the victim in this case again we don't have any names or any identification but it sounded like they knew landmarks so we uh, mentioned a gas station and that okay. was able to help get authorities um, to they, to the area where they did where they then found the shell casings um, and yeah the closed off the roads but shouldn't be an issue now reopened just before 5 a.m.
1: right so, yeah. but if you were someone because again it's a busy road so if you're someone right. that lives over on that side of town maybe you work overnight and you were curious of why the road was shut down That's that what right. that is what was going on yeah. we will update you though as we get more information there because uh, I'm sure Cincinnati police will give us lots of yeah. updates. I believe Coleraine Township police also involved in that, so yeah. um, there might be multiple jurisdictions involved in the investigation.
0: It's also a big story on a uh, murder charges that are dropped for a man accused of killing a children's hospital worker. This happened in 2019, 19 year old bystander uh, was killed, but Delrico Peoples uh, is the man charged uh, in this drive by shooting, but it, apparently a gun was found that was evidence. Uh, which is what led to these charges being dropped. So um, every gun, though, that police usually gets, it's test fired, it's recovered, entered a nationwide ballistics database. The gun was a preliminary match, the one used to kill Phoenix, who is the victim uh, in this case, but those findings have been confirmed, usually by firearm examiners. That testing was never done. This is,
1: if you get time and try to make time if you can, Jatara McGee did a really great job of explaining what took place here because she had already done a story Mm. on this database that uh, logs all of the ballistic information from firearms that are recovered from crimes. But uh, it sounds like this gun was part of the initial evidence and then somehow got lost in translation Yeah, Yeah, with when they came to court. So now that it has been identified as being part of this, um, they have to reevaluate so these charges could all be refiled true he could end up back in court they uh, represent the case they as just a whole. yeah they just yeah. have to figure out uh, what Evidence is where, make sure they have all of their ducks in a row. They don't want to have a mistrial based off of something that would happen if they hadn't introduced that at the right time. Um, so lots to be uh, uncovered there. But also, again, Jatera did a really good job of explaining how all of this came yeah. to be.
0: Which is why it leads you to the meaning and the understanding of why they dismissed the charges. So go back to right. uh, for that as well. There's a big story in Lakota. A board member, uh, a post that was uh, on social media that... Um, was uh, led people to a pornography website, so yes. there was um, kind of, a, I guess, a uh, kerfuffle at the uh, board member meeting yesterday. It was an emergency board member meeting, but um, there was one member uh, of the board that left that meeting, um, thought, of course, that it was kind of unfair, shifted her way. Um, her last name is uh, Bodie. Um, I'm not seeing. I think it's Darby.
1: Darby Darby Bodie, yes. Yes. Darby Bodie. So this, uh, you know, we've had some weird stories going on with board (laughs) members Uh, lately. uh, We had the situation in Goshen. So uh, Lakota, this emergency board meeting called to address this uh, specifically. Um, She was, she says, she was making a post to talk about how sex education was discussed in schools, and that the link that was posted was an accident with a typo that led Mm -hmm. to. A pornography website and right. all of the members say they don't think she intended to post pornography right. but the fact that it got posted is still unacceptable, is according to the yeah. board members. Right. So,
2: And they they voted to pass a measure to essentially call for her resignation, pass right. a measure to censure her as well, something we've heard about a little bit over the last couple months in, her, in the right. United States House and Senate. Yeah. Um, but that vote does not mean that she will be removed right. or resigned. She has her. to make that decision herself. Yep. She told Karen our Karen Johnson she does not have any intentions to do so. Right. Uh, so we'll see where this goes from here. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah there, it, obviously some drama, um, there will have to be something that comes out of this and we will update you. We want to stick on some good stories we had alluded to, The Flying Pig, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the events begin tomorrow at the 50 West oh, yeah. um, run uh, with some beer and running. Could it get any better? No. No. Um,
1: that's the that's the main reason a lot of people run. Not everyone, but there is a yeah you, yeah. you enjoy a nice cold beer afterwards. You've earned you it. You've, it. You deserve it after putting in that work. So mm-hmm. um, that is fun. But we've had some great stories over the last couple of days, and it will only continue because it's getting closer. Of these inspiring people who make our race so unique and so special. And Meredith featured a group of ladies who have an incredible history with not only the flying pig but running in Cincinnati and running for a specific group of people
0: National Black Marathoners Association um, Avondale has had the longest running association it sounds like in the United States even so but cool. these these women and I think there's some men uh, also related to this they pick a different city to host its summit hundreds of the members run in that marathon in that city so you're gonna see them and I think they have a post on mile six Yes, yeah. so where they out hand water out water. Well.
1: And they do that every year. So you might recognize them. They've got red jackets. If you've done the Flying Pig yeah. half or full before, you may have seen these folks out right. there. Um, but that's the other cool part is that their group is bringing in hundreds of runners from all across the country to Cincinnati. And yeah. then there's going to be a special feature at the Museum's uh, History Center, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, downtown to feature these ladies and men, as you mentioned, but also talk about the running history and they're going to have a special documentary, which I think is awesome.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it's in, um, in today's day and age, it's so important to get awareness out mm-hmm. um, and to let folks know that there are a lot of organizations that benefit from the Flying Pig, right. but also use it as an experience and to let people know, you know, what they're doing inside the community. So the Flying Pig is just an amazing, amazing event, and obviously helps so many other organizations. So
2: yep, and not only the stories that we've been talking about over the last couple of days with yeah. the. Uh, The families that are running, the people who are 85, 95 and running and in better shape than I am. It's it's also, hey, there are these kind of historic groups that are helping to maybe spread a wider message, but also... Take part in something as special as the Flying yeah.
0: Pig. We also had a really special story this morning um, from Visionaries and Voices. They have a uh, studio in Northside. They have also have a studio in Tri County as well. Wasn't able to put that in the studio or in the uh, story this morning. But um, uh, just an amazing nonprofit that partnered with p Brands Bounty to bring a specialty print to shelves all over North America. And what's so cool about this? Uh, these are adults with disabilities. It's a marginalized group here in our mm-hmm. society. But in this space, you don't feel any of that Um, and these people are on par with some of the greatest artists Mm -hmm. really in the world and there's just so many great things inside that studio but also that um, bounty has given these artists a voice and now they're going to get royalties from it Um, you'll see it pop up yeah it is you'll see it pop up on the summertime the the project had to be scuttled for two years because people were hoarding paper products right which was silly yeah bounty Bounty needed to focus on getting those regular paper towels out for folks Um, but now they're back to this so you're going to start seeing it on shelves and places really all over America. And
1: these are local artists, right? They are. They're so, right
0: from here in Cincinnati. That's
1: so cool. So we'll get to go to the grocery store, whichever one you choose, Met and yep. see the paper towels on the shelves and those will be prints from our local artists.
0: Right. And there's eight of eight artists, 130 in total that go to this studio. And they have many more programming opportunities, not only for the folks that come there, but for the entire community to learn more. And this is open uh, roads for other corporations. Yes to find inclusivity and find spaces where they can have these artists in. So So cool. All right, we
1: will talk about the draft when we come back from weather, but we have to get a check of the forecast because that obviously very much impacting our weekend with Flying Pig, uh, all the different races that are going on, and just (coughs) overall if you have plans for the weekend. So we'll send it over to Randy. Good morning, a few passing showers this morning. They're all pretty light. But you can see some light rain right now over top of Ross and some light rain in the area near Versailles currently cloudy skies over top of Cincinnati and low 40s. We will see mostly cloudy skies for the day. The sun will try to peek out a little bit, but in general plan on temperatures topping out in the low 60s today. A few sprinkles again this evening, and then that is leading into the warmer weather that arrives tomorrow evening with some steadier rain Friday night into Saturday and again Saturday night into Sunday.
0: I want you to take it away about the NFL oh draft because you've been waiting for this. Discussion.
2: Yes, I have. NFL draft is it's. Not a huge deal in the grand scheme of things, but it's one of my yeah. favorite events I mean, I of think so. the sports year. For the Bengals. I think For the Bengals especially. As an event, it's them. not
1: a super big draw, but I think the impact it has mm-hmm. is huge, obviously. Yeah,
2: and this is this is kind of a unique draft because the last couple years, it's been very heavily Bengals-focused, Bengals-focused. This year, it's not only Bengals-focused, but the Bearcats have a chance to make a couple different histories on their program as well. Yeah. So, NFL draft starting tonight. Uh, first round tonight, rounds two and three tomorrow, and then four through seven on Saturday. We've got a full Uh, breakdown of everything you need to know about the draft on our website uh, wlwt.com but some of the history up for the Bearcats Um, they've only ever had two first round picks right there's a very good chance they're definitely getting one tonight Uh, there's a very good chance they might get to Desmond Ritter might sneak into the late uh, the late part of the first round okay very possibly will go early tomorrow, um, but Sauce Gardner will most likely become the highest drafted uh, Bearcat in history, if not tie it. A yeah. lot of uh, mock drafts started him in the top 10, moving yeah. up to top eight. Now it looks like he might go three or four. So wow. if One he does, that would make him the Yeah.
0: One of those prolific cornerbacks that's been in the draft for a long time. That's I mean, right. Randy talked about it this morning. Uh, I don't think he was scored on his entire time mm-hmm. at UC. Yep. And I think he's been there three to four years. So that is Phenomenal, obviously, um, and I think he has other stat where 20 yards plus a pass was not made on him as well. Yep. So this guy's got a lot, got lot of teams probably ho- very skills. interested <laughs> yeah. there. Yes. But yeah. it,
1: it's also fun. I mean. No, it's not fun when one of your favorite college players goes to a team that you don't like. You'd oh, love yeah. them to stay close to to home, which yeah. could happen for a couple of Bearcats players. But Maybe, maybe
2: Desmond to Pittsburgh. Um, That's a popular uh, popular opinion. Yeah. It's a popular <laughs>
1: opinion, not a popular choice for people here in Cincinnati. Right. Right. Um, but it's fun because it gives you a reason to follow those players and to yeah. see where they go. And maybe interest in a game on a Sunday that you wouldn't care about otherwise. Right. You're kind of like, all right, this is right, uh, I'll watch to see how my person we does. We know who so,
2: this guy is. Yeah. Yeah. In, so, and ju- yeah, just really quick, another uh, record that could get broken for the Bearcats: um, the the most players they've ever had in a single draft was six. That was back in 2009. Could see seven or eight go this year. So wow, um, yeah, definitely one tonight, maybe two, and then what so we'll happens see. when you win? I would yeah, say it speaks right. to, the program, to the program, and we, we saw we saw a lot of attention football.
1: in the off season heading yeah. towards uh, Cincinnati. So and, lots and, of reason to
2: watch. Yeah, and very quickly on the Bengals, they have pick 31 tonight. Right. Very deep in the draft. Will probably be after 11 o'clock. Yeah. Um, and the, the interesting thing is, is going back to kind of when all the focus was on the Bengals, you kind of knew what they were going to do. You knew they were going to get Joe Burrow in 2020. Right. You knew it was basically between the offensive tackle or who they wound up picking, right. Jamar Chase, last year. Now, if you take a look at mock drafts or like the team needs thing, right. it's kind of all over the place. No one can really hone in on what the Bengals need. But... There's which is one,
1: a really great feeling,
2: right? Because after the Super Bowl, we were talking about a, uh, during free agency was the offensive line, and then right. they went and got. They, some, they did it, so the season, pieces which pieces. was awesome.
1: Which it's nice to not rely on the draft right. to fill major holes. holes. You want the draft yeah. to be able to build your depth out, well, and right. gotta to have gotta find a the tight backup.
0: end. You know, I, yeah. I was seeing the Jets; they posted video of C.J. Uzama coming into the mm-hmm. training facility, which hurts. It's hard to watch. Um, it's hard to watch. but they, yeah, there <laughs> Kind are of some what
2: you're talking about with college players. Right. Yeah, also they're, filling it with a former pro. You get, you get pro. attached there to people. There are some
0: holes they're going to have to fill. And I think they are also keying in on a safety mm-hmm. from yeah, UC. Corner,
2: cornerback will be a yeah. big need for them. Yeah. So. So,
0: um, so we'll see. So hopefully the Bengals will do what they've done over the last couple of years. Um, obviously, mo- uh, memorable picks, even from Money McPherson. Um, so I think we're in good hands. But I the draft so tonight starting sure. at 8 p.m. Yep. I'll so. be asleep. And yes. we'll have, we're going to have
2: full coverage for you on wlwt.com all Count, weekend long. Counting on that, because right. I <laughs> am not
1: going to get a chance to watch all that. All right, we will be back with you tomorrow for Friday, getting a closer look at the forecast for Flying Pig. Stick with us here, and we'll see you tomorrow morning.